Okay, kings, anywhere you are listening, anywhere you are hearing this from this hour, it's good to connect back to you. It's good to reach you once again on what we call King's Study Bible. What well, an amazing time it's going to be. We hope you've been having a great time. We hope you've been having a great life so far into this year. And uh, we are just so privileged that the Lord could allow us to get to be in your earrings to allow us to get to reach out to you, to get to be a blessing to you uh, through all that we do through our ministry. Thank you so much for being part of our family. We love and celebrate you always. All right, so you welcome back to King's Studying Bible Podcast. And uh, uh, we are still taking a whole lot of time to enjoy what the Lord shared with us. You know what? Bible is so important. If you're on this part of the heart, if you're on this part of the universe, the Bible is one book that God has given to us to love on, to dwell and feed on every day. So I won't say all of that. I welcome you specially to tonight uh, to tonight or this hour session, depending on the time you are listening to it. Okay, so last time uh, we had a great time with the book of Philemon. Uh, we were able to cover uh, Philemon chapter 1. From verse 1 to 15. That was a whole long session, about one hour. Uh, but tonight we're going to be finishing up uh, the other part from chapter, from Citizen chapter 1. We're going to be running to from verse 15 to the last verse, verse 25. Philemon is just one book, and we have covered a whole lot in the first part of this podcast. All right, so, uh, but first, before we get into this, let me tell you, in case you don't know who is speaking with you or on to, I'm Rafael by name, or you say Pastor Rafael by name. It's okay, uh, and uh, we are glad to connect with you once again through our ministry platform, Reigning Live Ministry, or through our church home in the city of Protocol, the Righteous Nation Church. All right, thank you so much. We are glad we could be a blessing to you. Alright, let's get started. I want to start by asking you a question. Why do you think we study Bible? Why do we study Bible? Do you have an answer? Oh, I'm thinking you should have one. Oh, to know God, to know Jesus. That's several answer we could have. To have answers to our solutions, to our, to our problems, to have principles to live by. That's several reasons many people study Bible. But have God one answer to share with you for this passage, for this first session of this uh, podcast today, and that is the same Bible told us the book of Peter, Second Peter, chapter 1, verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Again, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. First Peter 1 2. New KJV. Now, that will simply tell you that if you really want to have grace multiplied to you, if you want to have peace multiplied to you, then you must go for the knowledge of our God and, of course, the knowledge of His Son, Jesus Christ. And when you live your life pursuing that, which you can only do through the opening of your Bible, then, of course, you're going to have grace multiplied to you, peace multiplied to you, not just in addition. But look at it, amazing stuff. Everyone wants grace and peace, but only few people have the knowledge of God and Jesus. When we study the Bible, having knowledge of God and of Jesus, this is knowing God through knowing Jesus, then we will have multiplication, no addition. 
but multiplication of grace and truth. So I'm thinking, do you want this today as we go through this session together? Do you want grace to be multiplied to you, not just grace being added to you? Do you want peace? Nothing missing, nothing broken. Shalom, prosperity, peace, health. Do you want this to be multiplied to you? If you want it, then you're on the right channel with me today. You're on the, night, on the right program, on the right podcast with me tonight. So let's start. Let's start by prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you with open heart to receive from you tonight. Father, tonight we increase in your knowledge and that of our Lord Jesus Christ. And grace and peace are multiplied to us. You can join in prayer this minute. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we are grateful. As everyone listening everywhere, as they listen to this voice, to this podcast, Lord, as we grow in our knowledge of Christ tonight, as we grow in our knowledge of God, the Father tonight, Lord, we have peace and grace multiplied to us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, glory, glory to God. Let's clear on through the scripture for today. Remember, Philemon chapter 1, verse 15 to 20 is what we are covering for this first part session. And if time allows us, we move straight to Philemon 21 to 25. Hallelujah. Alright, so Philemon 1, 15 says, When Onesimus ran away from you, perhaps God let that happen. Onesimus left you for a short time, so that you could now have him back forever. Verse 16 says, You can have him back again, not only as your slave. It will be something much better than a slave for you. It will be like a brother that you love. I love him very much, but now you will love him even more. He will serve you as a slave, but he will also serve the Lord as you do. Verse 17 says, I am your friend. Together we serve God. If you agree with that, please be kind to Onesimus. Accept him in the same way that you accept me. Verse 18 says, If Onesimus or Onesimus or Onesimus has done anything wrong to you, I will make it right again. If he took money from you, I will pay it back. Verse 19 says, I, Paul, am writing this myself. I will pay the money back to you. But you should remember what I have given to you already. You have life with God because I told you the good news about Jesus. In verse 20, where we're going to be running through for this first part, says, Yes, my friend, please help me now because we both belong to the Lord. As a Christian friend, help me to feel better. Don't you like those precious words? I actually get to read that out from Easy English Bible Translation. Easy English Bible translation. That's why I get to read that out. Okay, hallelujah, hallelujah. So let's run through them one by one and let's have the ourselves increase the knowledge of Christ and of course the knowledge of our Father God. All right, before we go, it's good that you have a background to where we are coming from. And let's go run through verse 14 and 15 together. So you're gonna have a background of where we stop, continue so we could pick up from where we stop and you can be on the same page with us. Or oh, by the way, if you missed out on the first our first podcast, there's going to be a link attached to this where you can listen to the first one. It's loaded, loaded session we had in this first session of running through the book of Philemon. All right, so running through the last part we study, or uh, the Lord share with us uh, in the book of, in the same book, verse 14 and 15 now. Now, what God shared with us was this. Sincerely, when you read Paul, what's, 
when you get to read Paul's words, it made it hard. And you can tell from reading the scripture above, you can tell that well, precious words, the man Paul used, the man is surely too full of grace. So Paul is releasing the useful man. He could have just commanded Philemon to take him whether he wants, uh, wants him or not. Paul had the power as Philemon Senior and partner in the gospel, but no, he won't. Now what that means is this, if you studied verse 14 to 15, it's such a talking about Paul telling Philemon, hey guy, I have all it is to command you, but I will not. But don't remember, I'm not sending back to you a useless man. This man I'm sending back to you in this case is Onesimus, he's not a useful man. Or I hope you got that now. So Paul had the power to command Philemon as a senior and partner in the ministry and in the gospel, but he chose not to do that. That should tell you something. And then we say, uh, Lala Sambo, so that this remind us of Jesus, that Jesus won't work on anyone finish. He won't force anyone. And that's the truth. So, of course, we can tell Paul learned that from Jesus. Paul wants Philemon to, good, to do good deed, but not by compulsion, but willingly. Do you, do you get something from that? If you actually want people to do something good, it should not be that we are compulsoring them. It should not be that we are forcing them. We should let them do it willingly. We should allow it to work. And then we say that that is what grace actually does, that grace compares our ways. When we talk about the gospel of grace, we talk about what grace is. Grace doesn't force us. Grace actually compares our way, gives us a reason to will the right way. All right, that's what we had in verse 14. Now in verse 15, as we ran through last session, we had that Paul, of course, it's amazing. It's amazing how Paul actually reasoned. Now, of course, according to what we shared last time, I said that I believe Philemon and Onesimus are like boss and servant. And if you've gone through this chapter, you could tell that it's as if one was serving his boss. And he later did something bad and surely fled. But when he did, he landed in Paul's hand. Paul changed him by the gospel and now sent, sending him back to his one's boss. So you get that? The, the, the story, background story, there's a man called Onesimus. He was one time with Philemon, but he ran away. But then he got to Paul and God transformed his life through the gospel. Now he's heading back to what? Paul decided to send him back to the same man he fled from. So you can tell the fear. Now, if you run away from your boss, you can tell the fear, the tension, the attitude expected from a former boss whom you wronged. You did something back to. So how did Paul try to help Philemon to show out of forgiveness and kindness? So how did Paul help a leader? Help Philemon, in this case, a leader, the boss who be willing to receive Onesimus back. We can see that Paul said to him, he told Philemon, think of eternity. Think of eternity. Now the reality is this, like we said last time, everything actually changes when we look through the lenses of eternity. If you could imagine what is going to happen to us in eternity, our actions, our attitude, when we respond to people, actually going to change. So that's one big lesson to do from this first 15, from last week now, that we should what? We should learn to see things from the lens of eternity. When we think of people eternity, when we think of where people are going to be in their eternity, we will love on them and accept them. That was Paul. Paul said he did what he did. He ran from you just so you could have him eternally. That was how Paul was. Paul was always like, okay, they did back thing. That's because they are seeking eternity. That means Philemon is already an eternal, eternal man. And he's to get back and it's to get many to be eternal being in Jesus. Is that not amazing? Because it's only someone that is already conscious to belong to eternity that could be you could talk to to think 
of someone else about being in eternity. If it's not, if that person does not have anything to do with eternity, there's no way you can even comprehend that. So you see, our highest must be above this heart, and on eternity, if we will reach many, that's the truth that we shared last time. And personally, I said about me that I've learned to start making people's sins or error a sign that they are seeking eternity. If they did it wrong, it is because they will be right soon and assess eternity. Now, that was how Paul reasoned, and I just used to follow the full step of Paul. You will see that's abuse of grace, like we said last time. People think when we allow people because they did wrong, we see associate with them, we see condole them, we see have them around us. We think we are abusing grace. You think like if you, if you think somebody wrong is not a reason why to we can think he can even receive grace you think we are we are we are giving room for abuse we are abusing grace no the reality is this when we open up for grace when we open up to have people to receive people just as they are we find out the gospel change their life the grace change their life hallelujah glory to god glory to god hallelujah hallelujah okay so where we are now where we are now continue from that same verse 15 something striking we are continue with now i wanted to hear this very well you must know that when people leave you when that person left when that thing left maybe god let them leave what do you think because that's what we saw in verse 15 verse 15 says in this translation we use today it says when only smell ran away from you Perhaps God let that happen. Holy Spirit left you for a short time so that you could not have him back forever. So, Paul is saying, when that thing left you, maybe, just maybe, God let them leave. But for me, I love to say, when people leave me, or I miss out on something, it is not my loss. Better and bigger ones are coming. Yeah, so when I lost someone, when I miss out on something, I love to reason and believe, because that's what the gospel teaches, that surely better and bigger things and persons are coming out on my way. So I don't know what you've missed out on. I don't know people that have left you. But from this first, first 15 in this transition word we use, it said when people leave you, when people get to leave you, or when things get to leave you, oh, try to reason that God actually allow it. And if God allow it, it's because something bigger is coming your way. Hallelujah. Okay, let's jump to first 16. Remember, first 16 we read says that you can have him back again now. Not as your slave. It will be something much better than a slave for you. It will be like a brother that you love. And Paul continued to say, I love him very much. But now you will love him even more. He will serve you as a slave, but he will also serve the Lord as you do. Don't you like the words of Paul? Amazing, amazing the work that he has done in the life of Onesimus. Now, so what can we learn from that? Now we know Onesimus was a slave. So you can see we are dealing with a boss and a servant. But Paul sent him back to be a brother and yet serve. So Onesimus was a slave. That's what that scripture told us. He left for whatever he did. Obviously, it was a sin. He got to the hand of Paul. Now, Paul is making him a better person and he's sending him back. Now, not just sending him back as a slave, but he's sending him back as a brother. But a brother that must serve. The guy won't serve as a servant. But now, he will yes serve but as, a, as someone in love and brother. An identity of being a son in Jesus. So, before now, maybe you've been serving without this mindset that you are a son. Come on. Maybe you've been serving without this mindset that you are in love with the Lord Jesus. You've got to change that. 
So you can see that he will now serve just as his master. His master Philemon was serving, serving the Lord Jesus. He's going to, to serve whatever thing he has to do in the earth, but yes, he's serving the purpose, the kingdom purpose. So you can see that first, it is amazing what Paul has done to the man, giving him a new identity from which he's willing to continue serving. Now, that's one big truth there. If you used to be a servant and you've gone through a transformation, will you still continue to serve? It depends on the identity you're having now. It depends on the identity you're having now. For Philemon, he needs to see and accept a one servant as a brother and co-worker. So, if you're a boss, can you get to see people that are working with you as a brother and co-worker? Can you have that identity because they belong to Christ? Oh, we said we must all arrive here. That's the truth. Serve as a brother, female or sister, it doesn't matter. We are all brothers. Okay, we are all brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus. And we must see others as sons serving. Now, what I love is this. I love that when what was lost or left come back, it is a whole new package to serve a greater purpose. Don't you like that? Let me say that again. What I love about this is that what was lost, when he eventually gave back to us, it comes as a new whole package to serve a greater purpose. And that is amazing. What have you lost or what has left you? I'm not sure the same thing or person will be back, but I do know a better person or thing will be back to serve a greater purpose. I want, I want to say that again. I don't know what you've lost. I don't know what has left you. Now, I'm not sure the same thing or person will be back but i do know a better person or thing will be back to serve a greater purpose say louder amen to that hallelujah all right let's jump to first 17 and 18 now together scripture says let's go run it together again it says i'm your friend together we serve we serve god if you agree with that please be kind to onesimus accept him in the same way that you will accept me. First, it said, if Onesimus has done anything wrong to you, I will make it right. Again, if you took if he took money from you, I will pay back. What amazing. Paul became a surety for Onesimus. Alright, so let's go through it. Onesimus suddenly became Paul. Don't you see that in the scripture we just read now? Because Paul said, whatever I'm supposed to do, I will do. How can Paul trust him this much? And gave him seal of oath, became his surety. How? Well, if you're asking, it is funny the gospel he ministered to him. I'm telling you, what gives us assurance and boldness to trust people, to be able to stand for people, is not because of who they are, where they are, what they've been. If we can identify them with the gospel, that should be the greater potency, the greater reason why we should be able to be surety for them. Of course, we know our times. <laughs> we know things are not happening the way they should. That's because people have not already been graded in the gospel. If Paul, who was in prison, can tell Philemon, hey, I'm sending this, by, this guy to you, and I'm in surety, what was his confidence? It can only be the gospel. If Apostle Paul should visit you now, and I do next day, are we going to get the same kindness? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Think about that. See, if Apostle Paul, you know Apostle Paul, the greater man of God should visit you today. And I, Pastor Raphael, decide to visit you tomorrow. Are you going to 
show the same kindness to both of us? The answer is no. The great apostle will receive more, right? That should be the no. And there's nothing bad about that. But when you look at the story of Paul and Onesimus, Paul told us something different. Paul said, if he is from me, meaning if he, is the, if he believed the gospel, I preach, treat him as me. What is Paul saying? Paul saying, if it's about the gospel, if you can find out that we believe the same gospel, then don't hide your kindness. Go all the extra miles to show kindness just because they are safe. So generally, it means show extra kindness to anyone that is safe. Yeah, there's a place of authority. It's good. But Paul clearly told us here that he was sending back Onesimus to Philemon and he should show him the same kindness as he would have done to him. Amazing, amazing. That means when you see a Christian everywhere, my brother and sister, go the extra mile. Go the extra mile to show kindness to them. Show kindness to them. It is a requirement. Hallelujah. All right, verse 19 and 20, as we wrap up for this first church session, or as we continue in the study in any way, verse 19 and 20. All right, you remember the scriptures? You know, remember what the whole Bible said about that? Can you remember? Are you read your Bible? Okay, let's go through it. First, let's say, Hi, Paul, I'm writing this myself. Remember, we are using the easy, uh, easy version translation or easy English Bible. All right, so you just can be King James, it can be any version. It's the same. It's the same. The beauty of translation is because we, we have to be familiar with the now words, the modern words, and perhaps just make things easier for us. So, first 19 says, I, Paul, I'm writing this myself. I will pay the money back to you. But you should remember what I have given to you already. You have lied with God because I told you the good news about Jesus. First 20 is, Yes, my friend, please help me now because we both belong to the Lord. Car. What a belief, what a mindset. As a Christian brother, help me to feel happier. All right, so let's go through what we have on that. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed following? Have you been blessed following? Hallelujah. Please, you can always leave your comments, share after listening to them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. All what Paul wanted was to get Philemon to, to accept Onesimus. He has done so much by the gospel in demand. He stands as, as hold for him. And now he told Philemon, friend, I've given you so much already. I'm paying by what the guy holds you, if any, will not be a problem. So Paul is telling Philemon, if you know me as a friend, you, you can tell how much I'll be influential in your life. I've given you so much. So if this guy holds you money, then you can be so sure I'm going to pay you back. If I could do what I've done before, then you can trust me to pay his debt. What the man Paul was. Okay? So you'll be asking, what was it that Paul actually gives people? What was it Paul gives people? Well, Paul tells people the good news and causes them to have life with God. That's really what he gives to people. He you knows change some bondage, you know, everything he gets to do. Paul said, since they received that light, it was everywhere, telling people about the good news and causing them to have life with God. Awesome. And those it and those he takes this news to, he had them as friends, and he can feel happier by them, by them doing the needful. Kings, my brother and sister, so I turn to do the same. How many people have life with God through you? How many people can you tell that they have the life of God because you share the gospel with them? 
It is time to tell the good news to many. It's really time to tell the good news to many everywhere, on your job, on the street. It is time to tell the good news to many. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I hope you are blessed with those first part of the uh, of today's opening and the studying of the scriptures. So we've just covered phase 15 to 20. You want us to continue? Sure, we will. We will continue just right away. Okay, but before we continue, let me show you another wonderful stuff. Why do you think we study Bible? You want to have an addition to that? Why do you think we study Bible? Okay, just to add to what we shared earlier on, remember we said that we study Bible to increase in the knowledge of the gospel. We study Bible to increase in the knowledge of Jesus and God so that we can have peace and grace multiplied to us. So listen to this. As we get ready to go into verse 21 to 25 and wrap up the book of Philemon. Listen to this. In life, we have so many privileges, especially our sons and daughters of Harbour Father. One of the best or the biggest on the list of these privileges is not miracle. I know you want miracle, but it's not miracle. It's not even blessing. I know you deserve blessing. It's not even prayers. Yeah, you know, we have the privilege of praying to the Father. And it's not even the assurance of making heaven. Yeah, that shock you, even though that's a privilege. Okay, let me tell you the biggest of the privilege that we have. The biggest on the list of all the privileges we have with our Abba Father is that we can learn Jesus. We can see Jesus. We can hear Jesus talk to us through the Bible. Did you hear that? The greatest privilege we have while we are still alive on earth is this. We can learn of Jesus. We can understand who he is. We can see him. I mean, see him, not just in your vision. I mean, you can open your Bible and see Jesus. You can hear Jesus talk to you through your Bible. I hope that blesses you. So reality is this. After salvation, the greatest help we got from God was the preservation and availability of Bible. You can update any other book. Mm. You know that? Any author can come back and update their book. You can update any other book, but not the Bible. Did you hear that? You can update any other book, but not the Bible. I don't know about your Bible. Maybe your Bible is going through periodic updating or monthly update when it's not a software. <laughs> when it comes to God's Word, you can update it because it's forever updated. Oh, hallelujah. And that's why we are here on this session, on this podcast, or when you get to join us, when we walk through it together as a test, as a post on our ministry platform, that's why we turn up on those special days to learn and acquire the knowledge of Jesus. When we know Jesus, we know who we are. Now, after hearing that, I'm hoping you are ready for the second part of the tonight of this session or tonight. Um, I'm at night here making this recording of this our continuation of podcast. So we are going straight to the book of Philemon once again. We are continuing now from verse 21 to 25, and that's going to be a wrap. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready now? Are you sure? Okay, let's quickly run through those scriptures together. Verse 21 says, I've written you this letter because I am positive that you will do what I ask, and even more. Can you? Don't you like that tone? Paul said to Philemon, Say, I wrote you this letter 
because I'm positive that you will do what I ask and even more. Remember, we are reading from the book of uh, this time around. It's not the easy translation Bible. I think it's the Living Bible now. Yeah, I think it's the Living Bible. All right, not to worry about that. Uh, Bible, like I said, translation is translation. Is the different audience that we have. Uh, our new modern English to make it easier for us. So we continue. All right. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? All right. So we said that I've written you this letter because I'm positive that you will do what I ask and even more. So what does that mean? What is Paul trying to say here? Okay. So what is Paul trying to say? Of course, Paul is telling us, saying, I'm confident I'm positive that Philemon will show love and kindness to Onesimus. So what is he saying? Philemon has been reminded by Paul, who he is in Jesus, and how he, Paul, is not forcing him to do anything. Now, Paul says, I'm positive. You will do more than I ask for the gentleman. We need to be poor. That's the lesson here. We need to be poor here, ensuring the brother or sister get the needed letter of recommendation. You must be Onesimus, too, ready to return and serve. We must be Philemon, trusted to do more than we are asked to do. Did you hear that about Paul? We should take on the attitude of Paul, whereby we can stand and write, give a letter of recommendation for a Christian. And then we must be Onesimus, willing and available to keep on serving, no matter what we have been through, committed to the life of service. And of course, we must be, Onesimus, we must be Philemon, where we can be trusted to do more than we are asked to do. Okay, did you get that now? So verse 22 says, Please keep your guest room ready for me, for I'm hoping that God will answer your prayers and let me come to see you soon. That was Paul. Paul's telling Philemon, okay, above all these things I've said to you now, and let me not say to you in faith. But do you remember Paul was in prison? Yeah, the man was full of hope. Of course, people were praying for him, just like people pray for you in the current people that you have around the family, even you pray personally. And like we do also pray for you on Thursdays and on Saturdays, uh, weekly here as a ministry, on everyone that we connect to anywhere. We pray on Thursdays and Sundays, Sunday evening. Now, the same way people are praying for Paul. Paul guess, remember, from the beginning of our study, we said Paul was in prison. And that was true. He told us clearly that he was a prisoner. And we once said, praying a prison does not mean you don't have choice. Paul was in prison. We are not in prison. Let's enjoy our freedom. Please don't go to prison <laughs> until the gospel took, take you there. Hallelujah. But the good thing is that Paul was in prison, but yet he was full of hope. What a man he was. He was in prison, yet full of hope. What a man of God. All he did for Odinson was from prison. Or what you can say, house arrest in some cases. So all those things Paul got to fill Odinson, he did them from prison. Then Paul told Philemon, keep a guest room for me. I hope to be out soon as I trust God to answer your prayer. Paul is telling Philemon, I know if you've been praying, God will hear you. God will hear. Have you been praying? God will hear you. God hears your prayer. He said, I trust God to answer your prayers. Now, but hold on. We are not in prison yet. And we lack hope. How did that happen to us? We are not in prison. We are not locked up yet. We don't just have some things. We don't, things are not just working at some time. And we suddenly run out of hope. How did that happen to us? Gains, it's time to turn off your hope. 
no matter what you will come out <laughs> hey, that's the word of prophecy for you no matter what you are going through you will come out in the name of jesus don't forget to get the people pray for you and with you too if you are going through things it's okay to get people to pray for you let people to be aware of your challenges let them pray for you and pray along with you it's always an awesome time and privilege to agree with a brother and sister in faith in agreeing with them for their needs and whatever they are trusting god for now and don't forget we do that weekly we do that on thursdays and on sundays if you always you can always send us your prayer requests hallelujah glory to god all right let's run through verse 23 and 24 now verse 23 and 24 now now paul continues to say hey, my fellow prisoner who is also here for preaching christ sends you his greeting so do mark Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow worker. All right, so what's happening here? Paul just talked to Philemon about his hope to come out, but yet it's awesome. People in prison, people are in prison with him. And what is so wonderful is that people in prison writing those in freedom. Now, ideally, you will expect that those people that are in freedom that the one that should write to someone in prison to comfort them to say hi to them right but in the days of the gospel the days of the beginning of the gospel uh, i like to say this gospel get level as in your faith in this gospel get level you can be in prison but yet no you have so much freedom and say communicate your faith to other say be a blessing to other that's what paul was doing he had people with him in prison Hmm. Can you see when you follow a man that is heading to prison, you surely get there. But just make sure you follow a man that is heading to prison by, by the gospel. So that it will be okay to be in prison because of the gospel. If you go to be in prison like hush puppy, no, 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 that's not good. You can't be there. That can't be you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. So what's happening here? Everyone was in prison with Paul, not for stinging or evil, but for preaching preaching Christ Jesus. It's a good reason. If I ask you, would you want to go to prison for preaching, preaching Jesus? Would you like to? Just because you proclaim his name, you teach his word everywhere, you preach to people everywhere, would you not mind going to prison? Well, I think I would love to go to prison. If it's for that reason, take me there. Take me there. It's okay. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we are not in prison yet, at least yet, right? Yet, because we don't know where this world is heading or going to now in these last days. So we're going to be cast to prison. And we should be ready for that. Hallelujah. But now that we are not yet in prison, can we send greetings often to our fellow Christians? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That brother in your fellowship, in your church, or even on our ministry platform, Buddhist people you know, friends and colleagues, how often do you send greetings to them? Oh, look at this. Let's normalize saying hello to a Christian fellow. As in just normal, let it be normal. Let it be normal that you're saying, hi, hello, how are you doing? Saying hi, reaching out, caring for them. And verse 25, where we're going to bring the book of Philemon to completion. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a time it has been. You need to listen to the first podcast we made on this book. And as we round up with this first, this last verse 25, wow. Wow, God has blessed us. It has caused us to increase in the knowledge of Christ like never before. So listen to this final verse. And what did Paul have to say? 
what did the man Paul had to say? Don't forget, we we started this podcast by saying, imagine Paul actually get to write this to you. Your life will not remain the same. Okay? So Paul said, the blessing... Alright, so, sorry, we have to go through 24 and 25. Let me not jump. We didn't, we've not covered 24 yet. No, we did. We did. We did. We did already. Sorry. We did already. So we, we are on 25 now. So Paul is saying, the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon your spirits. The blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon your spirit. Oh, Shalabagado, Kondo Libaragoda. Think of those words. Paul says, The blessings of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon your spirit. That was his last words to Philemon. All right, so what do you think that really means? What can we learn from that? Now, I think Paul was in the spirit releasing these prayers to Philemon. And I, I think I, I, I could see. The moment Paul was rounding up his letter, he just switched to a dimension of communicating his emotion, desire, and needs, and want to the spirits. And the best that could come out of his mind, of his spirit, not mind, sorry, the best that could come out of his spirit, man, to Philemon, was the blessing, or what you can say, grace, or what you can call unconditional love. Of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon your spirit. Imagine your writing. And the last words that come from you. It is that this proclamation, this declaration of blessing upon his soul. Wow. You should write like this at times. You should write like this at times. I get to be here at times when I write JMB. Jesus made breakfast. Uh, some of our program we show on our ministry platforms. We are working together to, to podcast by God's grace. Steadily on podcast. Video and audio podcast. Hallelujah. Keep praying for us. All right, but then look at that. The blessing or grace or unconditional love of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon your spirits. And what will you say? Let everyone say, Amen. Amen. Okay. So listen to this. I don't know what Paul saw to pray that. Really, I don't know. I don't know. But you can tell you really saw something. But I will think my spirit already have. The blessings, what do you think? I will think my spirit already have the grace. I will think my spirit that is born again already had the unconditional love of Jesus since all because is in me. What do you think? Okay, are you listening with me? Because I like to say when you study the Bible, come with your head. It's good to reason along. God is going to help you, but it's good to put your head to work. So, hallelujah. But the amazing thing is this. Paul, the apostle, the very apostle, or apostle, sorry, apostle, apostle, depending on your English pronunciation now. But apostle must be right. Yeah, I think he writes, I've made a prayer. So we're not trying to say why. We don't want to know, but what often we know is I declare blessing upon Philemon's spirit. It sees Philemon working more in the consciousness of having the blessings, grace, and unconditional love of Jesus in him. Did you get that? What the Spirit of the Lord share with us. It says that Paul made those prayers in the spirit. He has not seen Philemon for a long time. Even, he even wrote from prison. Yet his final words for Philemon was, The blessing or grace or conditional love of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon your spirit. So we want to find out why he did that. Then the Spirit of the Lord said to us, that It's because Paul could see, he can see Philemon walking in a greater dimension. With the consciousness of having the blessing, the grace, and unconditional love of Jesus in him, in his spirit. And that is big as you round up. Because if it's not in your spirit, 
We don't expect you to have it in your body or in your mind. If it's not in your spirit, you cannot leave it out. Hallelujah. At least you cannot leave it out the way God will want you to leave it out. So, like Paul pray, as we round up, I pray for you that the blessing or grace or unconditional love of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon your spirit and that you are aware of this truth, that you have this consciousness, that you have blessings, grace, unconditional love of Jesus in you. This is your reality. This is your testimony. From this this ends forth. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. And finally, we come to the end of the book of Philemon. Awesome, awesome. Please listen to it and listen to you and listen to it once again. You see the Lord open the Bible to you. Amazing. Yeah, we are ready also for the next one. I think we are going to the book of Titus. And it's going to be awesome. Book of Titus, another book, personal book that the Lord that Paul also wrote to Mr. Titus. And it's awesome what God is going to be sharing with us there. Uh, please make commitment to follow us on all that we do on our ministry platform. Create time create time to read the post. Create time to listen to the audio post. And once our videos are begin to up, create time to watch them or follow the links that we post. What we know is this. Your life will not remain the same as a follow through all that we do as a ministry. If you're online, get committed on all our platforms. Just follow through. Part uh, follow through, comment, join all that we do and get blessed by all of them. If you are in the city of Portacol, oh, awesome. God is raising a people. God is breeding a people. We call ourselves king in the city of Portacol. And one thing you can do is this. Be part of us. Identify with us. Join us. Join us in the building and in the pioneering of our ministry church work in the city of Portacol to the nations. Hallelujah. Well, I hope this session bless you. I hope you were nourished. I hope you were reminded of some things you know. But what you have to do is this. You have to listen to this over and over and over and over and over again. I'm telling you, when you listen to it again and again and again, you'll be amazed what you will hear that you didn't hear the fourth, first time I said them. Hallelujah. God bless you. God prosper you. God calls you to do much more in his consciousness of his grace and rationality that he has given to you. And God calls you to walk like never before in holiness, causing you to reign on head, reign in your body, reign in all that you do, reign, having answers and solutions in the mighty name of Jesus. Catch up with us on the next episode. By this time, it's going to be for Titus, the book of Titus, not Titus, your fish. Hallelujah. God bless you. I remain Pastor Raphael. Glory to God. We celebrate you.